This is Healing with Haley. C's get degrees and B's get monies. Is it possible that you are causing your own suffering? Are you thinking thoughts that are preventing you from getting your life to the next level? My name is Haley Kirk, and I'm a life coach, mom, entrepreneur, and fierce friend here to show you how to be the hero of your story. Is perfection the A-plus mindset preventing you from getting things done? Welcome to today's podcast. This is the number one, the genesis, the ultimate beginning of Healing with Haley. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So I have so many thoughts on this and I cannot wait to share this with you. The first thing that comes to mind is grade systems, right? In schools, we were taught that A's were the ultimate goal. But why? Wouldn't the ultimate goal be to learn and grow? Interesting. What I, as many, as much criticism as I hear about the school system, I think they did something right though. They taught us how to get things done. It We had deadlines and, you know, sometimes we just had to like put something together the night before to just make sure we got it done. Now, post-school, post-college, all those things, it gets harder to stick to those deadlines, right? If you set a deadline for yourself, it's oftentimes we aren't true to our word. When we say we're going to do something, sometimes we just would rather Netflix and chill, right? So common, so relatable, but that is what it is. But what I do love about what we learned from school is how to get things done, even if it's a B minus work or a C, right? To get the degree. But what if we were just like, "Mm, what about just like a B minus or just a B, right? Like I can do B work and get things done. So the other thought that follows that is perfectionism, right? Because that is ultimately like the A plus mindset is perfectionism. One of my most favorite authors, Brene Brown, she's a shame researcher, and she had these thoughts to say, and also in her best-selling book, Gifts of Imperfection, here's what she had to say, and I wrote down a few quotes for you guys. Perfectionism is not the same thing as striving to be your best. Perfectionism is the belief that if we live perfect, look perfect, and act perfect, we can minimize or avoid the pain of blame, judgment, and shame. It's a shield. It's a 20-ton shield that we lug around thinking it will protect us when, in fact, it's the thing that's really preventing us from flight. Wow. I couldn't agree more, right? I find that when I'm trying to make something really perfect, it's a shield. It absolutely is. I'm trying to portray something that isn't reality, right? Great thoughts. I want to continue with the ones I've provided. Understanding the difference between healthy striving and perfectionism is critical to laying down the shield and picking up your life. Research shows that perfectionism hampers success. In fact, it's often the path to depression, anxiety, addiction, and life paralysis. You guys, this is huge, right? Wow, life paralysis. 
And I can totally testify to this. When I find that I'm trying to be finicky about anything, really, I'm going to give this podcast as an example, right? This thought has helped me so greatly. And, you know, I had all these limiting belief systems, right? We talk a lot about this in coaching that, you know, I had to have a iPhone 14 Pro and it has to, you know, do all this. I'm going to take a picture of my setup here. <laughs> it is, uh, let's say C work. <laughs> so not going to go with the B minus. This is definitely C, but we're making, we're making shit happen over here. Okay. That's what we're doing. So anyways, The moment I was like, it doesn't need to be an iPhone 14. I don't need to have a fancy ring lights and perfect lighting and a perfect background and, you know, perfect makeup, right? No, we just got to just get it done. 10 minutes here, 10 minutes here, boom, boom, pow. And then we get things done. And you don't need to have a mount, right? You can just be holding it, holding your mic. All right, guys, let's keep moving forward. You are imperfect. You are wired for struggle but you are worthy of love and belonging. Yes, absolutely. I love the thought, I am a messy human. I am 50% mess and 50% awesome, but 100% lovable and worthy. I love it. This is great. Perfectionism, she continues, perfectionism is a self-destructive and addictive belief system that fuels this primary thought. If I look perfect and do everything perfectly, I can avoid or minimize the painful feelings of shame, judgment, or blame. Whoa. Addictive belief system. Now that is interesting. Brene Brown continues, healthy striving is self-focused. How can I improve? Perfectionism is other-focused. What will they think? I love this. You guys, here is the secret. We can't control what other people think. And what other people think is none of your business. We care. We care. And I think it's healthy we care because we would be like sociopathic if not. But it's none of our business. And what's even more interesting is people could tell us what they're thinking about us. And it could not be true. It could be sugarcoated. It could be just a straight up lie. Even if people tell us things of what they're thinking about us, it's none of our business. What is our business is what we think of ourselves. Imperfection, she continues, is not inadequacies. They are reminders that we're all in this together. Oh my gosh. We're all in this together. All right, high school musical moments, right? But truly, this is a beautiful thought. This this brings in the reality of humanity is that we are all a hot mess, <laughs> right? We don't have to make our imperfections make us less than other people. I really love the quote by Ralph Waldo Emerson, and it says this, everyone I meet is my superior in some way in that I learn of him, right? The CEO bumps into the janitor. That janitor is his superior in some way in that he can learn of him, right? Our stories are not meant for everyone. Hearing them is a privilege. And we should always ask ourselves this before we share. 
who has earned the right to hear my story? If we have one or two people in our lives who can sit with us and hold space for our shame stories and love us for our strengths and struggles, we are incredibly lucky. If we have a friend or small group of friends or family who embraces our imperfections, vulnerabilities, and power and fills us with a sense of belonging, we are incredibly lucky. In honesty, this is a little bit of a tangent thought and my control F is evident here (laughs) that it said imperfections just in the quote, but I do love this, right? If we are a fierce friend, what are we going to attract? Fierce friends, right? Friends that if you do this for people, that's going to just come right back at you, right? Usually. So if you're someone who's like, man, I don't have a friend like that, be that friend and you will find that friend. I am, I know I am incredibly, incredibly lucky to have the friends that I have. I have a just sisterhood of friends who are super vulnerable and who strengthen me, who comfort me, who push me when I need it and will listen to me in all things that have happened to me in my shame. I can tell them things that I would never just speak in a crowd, right? And I I do consider myself very fortunate. Moving forward, I want to share this also. So along those same lines, right? So perfection, right? the, The thought that comes to mind with perfection is what will they think of me, right? Well, I want to bring in another author who talks a bit more of perfection. And it's James Clear. He wrote the book Atomic Habits. I love that book. You guys, read these two books. Do yourself a favor and just read these two books. Your your life will just be so much more expanded and your mind just completely open, okay? He says this in his book. On the first day of class, Jerry Olsman, a professor at the University of Florida, divided his film photography students into two groups. Everyone on the left side of the classroom, he explained, would be in the quantity group. They would be graded solely on the amount of work they produced. On the final day of class, he would tally the number of photos submitted by each student. 100 photos would rate an A, 90 photos would rate a B, 80 photos a C, and so on. Meanwhile, everyone on the right side of the room would be in the quality group. They would be graded only on the excellence of their work. They would only need to produce one photo during the semester, but to get an A, it had to be a nearly perfect image. At the end of the term, he was surprised to find that all the best photos were produced by the quantity group. During the semester, these students were busy taking photos, experimenting with composition and lighting, testing out various methods in the darkroom, and learning from their mistakes. In the process of creating hundreds of photos, they honored their skills. Meanwhile, the quality group sat around speculating about perfection. In the end, they had little to show for their efforts other than unverified theories on mediocre photo, on one and one mediocre photo. It is easy to get bogged down trying to find the optimal plan for change. The fastest way in the process of creating hundreds of photos, they honed their skills. Meanwhile, the the quality group sat around speculating about perfection. In the end, they had little to show for their efforts 
other than unverified theories and one mediocre photo. It is easy to get bogged down trying to find the optimal plan for change, the fastest way to lose weight, the best program to build muscle, the perfect idea for a side hustle. We are so focused on figuring out the best approach that we never get around to taking action. As Voltaire once wrote, the best is the enemy of the good. I think this experiment that Professor Jerry Olsman did is brilliant. It just goes to show that action, doing, providing evidence of something not only helps you to have an identity, right? If I go to the gym, then I am a healthy person. I'm a fit person. I'm a gym rat. There's this identity that's created. He talks about this more in his book, but right, the, the students, right, that are taking all these photos are like, hey, like, I'm a photographer. I do what photographers do. I take lots of pictures, right? When we can get out of our mind and into our bodies, guys, that's where the magic happens. But I also agree that being able to put ideas into our minds that are more helpful and doing the deconstructing of a, a belief that isn't serving us or a thought that isn't serving us also serves us. You guys, this podcast itself is evidence of this theory. What happened in this classroom? I was having all these theories about what makes a good podcast. I, I also wanted to do a vlog and I was crippled with perfection and I wasn't taking action because of that. It has to be this way. What will people think of me if I don't do it in this certain way, right? What I want to share with you guys is it doesn't have to be that way. It can be any way you want, but just take action. B minus work is what gets things done and Bs make more monies. Try this thought out, you guys. I wanna see what it does for you. I wanna let you know this thought. I have been trying to do a podcast since 2021 when I moved to the state of Maryland. Now, when I tried this thought on recently and I believed it, look what happened. I created and did the work that I've been trying to do for two years. So I want to see how this thought works for you. Let me know, and I'll catch you guys next time. If you enjoyed this podcast, you are going to love my coaching program. If you're looking to change your life in 2024, look no further. I have a coaching program built just for you. Each month, we will dive deep into limiting belief systems, thought patterns, habits, and so much more to take your life to a dream reality. Sign up for my 12-month coaching program before spots fill up. I'm only taking 15 clients who are serious about taking massive action towards their dream life. I'll see you in the program.